0: Welcome back to the Ace Football Academy with our next edition of the World Soccer Roundup for April 14th. Last week, we went 2-2 in our picks. Not great, but not bad. Right now, I'm still holding a small margin, 17-11, and while you're holding 15-13 overall. Hopefully this week, we can improve our odds a little bit. But our thing is, there are not a lot of big games going on in the big leagues this weekend, so we're going to pick out some Games we've had a little interesting. Give our odds as usual. So let's move on to La Liga. What
1: we got going on here? La Liga, of course, ESPN Plus and Hulu. Kind of like what you said. Not a lot going on here. Real Sociedad and Athletic Club, four and seven on the table respectively. It's probably the best game of the weekend over there. It is a pick on with an over under of two. Pretty solid matchup here on paper. Athletic Club is fourth in La Liga in scoring. They're averaging about one point four goals per match. With Real Sociedad ranks fourth defensively, on averaging giving up just under a goal a match. So, could sound to be a pretty fun game there. What, do, what are you thinking on that one? Let's let's pick this one real quick.
0: Yeah, I've, I like this as a pick. I'm here. I'm going to go with Real Sociedad. Uh, I like the defensive point nine goals per match. It says that they've had some clean sheets going on here and there. And a lot of times they can take care of some of these lower level teams. Not that Athletic Club is on the bottom part of the table, but I think defensively they're going to hold their own. I'm going to go real social out in this game.
1: All right. I'm going to try to make one back here. I'm going to take the Athletic Club for no other reason outside of I need to make up a game on you. <laughs> so that's where I'm going to go in this one. Moving on to
0: Bundesliga, catch them on ESPN, ESPN+. Like I said, no major games going on this weekend. Most of the big teams are playing bottom table teams. So this week, we've got VFL Wolfsburg, ninth on the table, versus Bayer Leverkusen, who
1: is sixth on the table. What do we got going on here? That's the pigum. over-under of two and a half. You mentioned ninth and sixth again with these teams, but not a lot of point separation there with uh, 43 to 39, Wolfsburg at 43 and Bayer at 39. So, should be a good match there. Moving on to Serial, them on CBS Sports and Paramount. We have
0: Fiorentina,
1: who's ninth, versus Atalanta, who is sixth. What have we got going on here? It is another pick on So, again, not a lot of high table matches here, but a lot of potential. Good matches. It is a pick-on with an over-under of 2.5. Adelanta, five points away from a top three position there, so I'm sure they would like to come away with three points here. Yeah, I I kind of look for Adelanta
0: to do something here, but yeah, big opportunity for Adelanta to move up. Next up, we have EPL, NBC Sports, USA, and Peacock, and we're going to focus on the relegation games this weekend. All four bottom table teams playing this weekend. I'm going to go through the list of who's playing and then we'll kind of discuss on our feelings on some of these games here. Southampton, 20th on the table. They're going up against 12th place, Crystal Palace. Next up, we have 19th place, Leicester City, going up against Manchester City, who we know is in second place. Followed by 18th place, Nottingham Forest, and they've got Manchester United, who's sitting in fourth position. And finally, 17th position, Everton. They have Fulham, who is sitting in 10th. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say Leicester has Manchester City, Nottingham Forest and Manchester United. I don't see they have a chance to get any points this weekend. So, Everton and Southampton have a massive opportunity to get
1: a point. To make some ground here. So what's your feeling on some of these games? I agree. i uh, very interested in the Nottingham Forest and Manchester United spread. Man U's only favored by half a goal. So I'm very interested in in that just betting-wise. You know, if you think Man U can win 2-0, 3-1. Well, I think I'll point out that Rashford is dealing with an
0: injury. Okay, He's been a big goal scorer for them. Bruno Fernandez has been getting on the on the board here a little bit, but I know Rashford's been their main guy.
1: But yeah, I think you're right. It's gonna be tough for those teams to come away some points. So Southampton and Everton, a great opportunity here. Everton is in a spot where a point, getting a tie, helps them tremendously. With eight games to go, Southampton needs three points. Really bad. Crystal Palace seems to have gotten it going a little bit recently over the last couple of weeks. So I I almost look at it as a must win for Southampton. Got to get your three points there. And Everton playing a struggling Fulham. I could see them coming away with three points. I think with about eight, maybe nine games remaining
0: on the schedule here for these teams. If you're not getting a point per game. At this position here, you're probably going to be dropping down to the championship level.
1: Well, and Everton saw that massively last weekend. Last weekend, West Ham won, Bournemouth won, Wolverhampton won, and Crystal Palace all won. And it plummeted Everton to 17th in the table, as we just mentioned. So if you're the only team not coming away with three points or not coming away with any points, you're really hurting yourself in this stretch of the season. Let's zero in on two of these games in particular because both of them are pick'ums. Let's start with the Southampton Crystal Palace game. It is a pick'em with an over-under of two. Southampton riding a five game winless streak. They are no wins, two draws, and five losses, or excuse me, three losses over the course of the last five games. And Palace seems a little revitalized. They brought back a former manager. Late March, and they've gotten they've won two games in a row. Maybe have things going in the right direction here. Where are you looking to go with this match? Yeah, I'm not giving Southampton any credit here. Although
0: a part of me wants to take a draw. I've watched some of their games, and defensively they they've done okay. They just have no goal scorers, and you're going to struggle. But I just don't see them hanging on here. I see Crystal Palace taking this game.
1: I agree, I'm going to take Crystal Palace as well. Other game we're going to focus on in this relegation spot is the Everton-Fulham match. It is also a pick-on with an over-under of two as well. As we mentioned, Everton is only in that 17th spot because of a goal differential thing with Nottingham Forest at 18. For a while, Fulham was kind of hanging around that 7-8 spot. They have lost four straight matches. I'm surprised they haven't fallen further than 10th. When you lose that many in a row in this league, usually you can plummet pretty quickly. So um, I'll go first here with this one. I am actually going to take Everton to get a point here. I'm going to take a draw in this match. I, I think Everton's in kind of desperation mode, especially after last weekend. The results from last weekend, I think they know was at stake here? And I think they come away with a point against a struggling Fulham team. Yeah, this is kind
0: of a difficult one here because neither 10 is playing very well. Like you said, Fulham is struggling in the past couple games. Part of me wants to take Everton. Part of me wants to take a draw. I could go either way here, but I'm going to go ahead and take Fulham on the win. Okay. Really, you could go either way. And it's really, a tr- this is a true pick em. Neither team is playing well and they're struggling and the points show. So I'm going to take Fulham, but we'll see what happens.
1: Well, and, you know, and that's what makes these games fun to pick is what these, makes these games a little fun to gamble on because they are, they are, as you said, they are true pick and we are just not sure. You know, these struggling teams, you're no, you never know what you're going to get out of them from one weekend to another. All right, moving
0: on to MLS. Catch them on Apple TV. It's going to be a great game here. I can't wait for this. You and I attended FC Cincinnati last week playing Philadelphia Union, and it was an exciting game. And really, FC Cincinnati controlled and dominated it, Philadelphia Union. You and I talked before. Something's going on with the Union. We saw it on the field. They were not organized.
1: It was- and
0: it was, I mean, for us, it was great because we dominated. Yes. We just couldn't
1: finish. But Union's got something going on that they've got to get figured out. And, we, we say we can't finish. I mean, I think, what, we scored four times and had three of them called back Saturday night. The first goal called back, luckily we ended up with a PK because it was the wildest thing I've ever seen. We scored, they called it back, and they gave us a PK. It was so unbelievably wild, but it was a lot of fun. Um, TQL's a beautiful stadium, a lot, a lot of fun there. But you're absolutely right. I mean, how many times did we look at each other during that match after Union couldn't complete a six, seven, eight-yard pats. I mean, just things that we get frustrated about coaching our youth club teams, and then you're watching this professional team just really struggle with the fundamentals. So you're absolutely right. FC Cincinnati has dominated the last couple of games. They struggled to score, which still is a little alarming to me. But the great thing is we know what happened the first three seasons, their defense was atrocious.
0: Absolutely. Completely different story this year. So going into this week, they've got St. Louis city FC, who was number two in the Western conference. I believe they lost two now on the season. Two in a row. FC Cincinnati, number one in the Eastern conference. They are undefeated. So this is going to be a very interesting game. And after a pick, we've got some interesting news going on. With FC Cincinnati as well.
1: Yeah. I read this stat prior to recording this podcast. Prior to Pat Noonan taking over for FC Cincinnati, FC Cincinnati had 14 wins. They were 14 and 91. Since Noonan has taken over, he's already won 17 games. And really, he's 17 and 41, which still isn't great. But what he's done the past two seasons has been really good in, I mean, almost less than half the games prior to this. So, He's done a really, really nice job.
0: Yeah, the impressive thing is they brought in the right players. They're Absolutely. not doing a heavy rebuild all one season. They've got yeah. a few pieces here, a few pieces the following season. And it shows when you bring in guys that have been in the league for years and know how the whole process works, players work, it's made a huge difference.
1: Yeah. And as you mentioned, City SC has dropped two in a row. I got it handled last weekend due to the Sounders. You didn't get to watch much of it because you were driving us home. I was fortunate enough. Your son and I watched it in the car on the way back, thanks to Apple TV. And it was 0 0 at halftime. And then the floodgates kind of opened on City SC in the second half. They run that high press, and Seattle was just gashing them with runs down the middle of the field, ended up pulling away, winning three to nothing. So, City SC has dropped two in a row. We are going to City, St. Louis, so away game for FC Cincinnati here. I actually think FC Cincinnati plays a little better soccer away from TQL, and I, I'm going to ride the hot hand. I'm going to take FC Cincinnati. Yeah, Parnell wants to do the same. However,
0: we all have this thing where. The ride ends eventually, or you hit a team that knows how to play against you very well. We saw Union struggle, and I'm curious how City is going to play against this. I'm actually going to go with the draw here. I think FC Cincinnati does well against the press, but I feel like I'm looking at maybe a two-to-two game here because St. Louis can't
1: score goals. Last week, Seattle had their number, but I'm going to go with the draw this time. Before we move on to the other game, we're just going to real briefly bring up in the MLS this weekend. Let's talk a little FC Cincinnati just kind of outside of this. Something that we hinted at at our MLS preview episode. We knew something was going on with Brenner towards the end of last season and even this past offseason and the beginning of this year. You know, he wasn't getting a ton of minutes. We did get some transfer news today. Brenner is on his way out. In a transfer, I don't think a huge shock, as we've mentioned. It's not a huge shock. And I don't think it changes FC Cincinnati makeup very much either. I think you bring on Santos to take his position up top with
0: Vasquez. And I think they continue rolling as if nothing changed. And Brunner hasn't been happy or something's going on there. So best of luck to him. Santos is on. Let's use that money to bring in another designated player that can
1: change us in the midfield, maybe. And I'm ready to move forward. Absolutely. We don't know all the exact numbers yet, but it sounds like it's going to be a massive transfer fee. So exciting time, exciting news in Cincinnati.
0: Moving on to the next game at MLS, we've got Columbus Crew, who is sitting fourth versus New England Revolution, sitting second. So a high table game here. Looking forward to this. You know, Columbus Crew is one of our big rivals here, so I'm curious how that's going to roll out. What's our odds on this one?
1: Yeah, the Crew are a half-goal favorite with an over-under of two and a half. The Revolution, despite being second in the table, you have tied a lot of matches. They finally snapped that last weekend, beating Inter-Miami 2-0. So, very interesting game up in New England this weekend.
0: All right, moving on to NWSL. You know, we're trying to make sure that the women's league is well presented here. So instead of just focusing on the big two teams like Portland Thorns, we're going to start focusing on some of the other teams in the league. This week, we've got the OL Rain out of Seattle, who is fifth at the moment versus San Diego Wave sitting second at the moment. And the cool thing about this, there's some names on the team that we're very familiar with. San Diego Wave has everyone's favorite, Alex Morgan, who currently has three goals on the season. The Reign has our Cincinnati native, Rose Lavelle, who currently has one assist. Any other news we got in this game here?
1: Yeah, so, you know, Alex Morgan is just really on a hot streak. You know, she's scoring goals. I think we're two games in to the NWSL season, if I'm not mistaken, and she has three goals. So she's just picking up right where she left off. You're absolutely right. I love that you picked this game because it's going, it makes that casual soccer fan. Oh, I know both of those players. Let's tune in and, and see what happens. Um, this is OL Reign's home opener. Just a real quick little nugget here. Last season, the OL Reign accumulated the most points at home than any other team in the league. So, true home field advantage for OL Reign here. Let's pick it. I'm going to go first here. Alice Morgan's on a
0: roll. I'm taking San Diego Wave to outplay them. OR Rain does have Rosa Lavelle as well as Megan Rapino. So Rain does have some quality players
1: on their team. You got Alice Morgan up top. She's on a roll. I'm taking San Diego Wave here. Ah, uh, I hate that you did that. I thought we would be different here, but I am also going to take San Diego Wave. Look, Alex Morgan is my girl. I love her. I've loved her since day one. And when she's on a hot streak like this, she's hard to bet against.
0: Next up, we're going to discuss the Champions League very briefly here. At the moment, there are in process of the quarterfinals. You can catch leg two of their games on April 18th and 19th. There are eight teams remaining, obviously, until they get to the
1: semifinal rounds. Is there any games that you're focusing on the Champions League? I think there are a couple interesting matchups here. I'm very surprised by the Bayern Man City. Leg one, Bayern winning, or excuse me, Man City winning three nothing. I thought that might be a little more of a tighter contestant matchup. You kind of feel like after leg one, if you have a three-goal advantage, you can kind of cruise here in, in, into the next round and in the semifinals. So that's the one that surprises me. I guess probably the most fun based on the current scores is that Napoli Milan, leg one was one to nothing. So That's probably the most intriguing one. But the Bayern Man City one is the one that probably surprises me the most.
0: Yeah, the cool thing is, is that game was in Manchester. So they're going to be going back to Munich. And they have an opportunity to at least alleviate some of that issue. Yeah, You know, Chelsea has been struggling. So I don't see them having any. They got no chance against Real Madrid. Uh, Real Madrid is just too loaded. I really like to see Napoli come out of that game against AC Milan. And I'd also like to see Inter Milan come out of the, the other match. But it'd be interesting to see what pulls out. Can Byron make up that time frame? Yeah. And we'll see what happens from there. All right, moving on, we're going to discuss some of the national team issues that are occurring here. U.S. Women's National Team, they have no more scheduled games until the World Cup begins. Their first game will be July 21st at 9 p.m. That's going to be versus
1: Vietnam. Unfortunately, the warm-up to the World Cup for the U.S. Women's National Team ended not the way they wanted. They beat Ireland 2-0 on Tuesday evening, I believe. I forget now. But probably the player who, who... She was the MVP of the She Believes Cup. She was scoring a ton of goals. And Mallory Swanson went down with a knee injury. I think I texted you immediately and said, oh, she's hurt. That's not good. You and I have both coached players who we have seen with bad knee injuries. And just that, that initial grab, you knew it was bad, the way she went down. So Mallory Swanson tore her patella tendon. She has had successful surgery. But that just means Sophia Smith and Alex Morgan, who we've already mentioned on this episode, have to step up. And we love Sophia
0: Smith as the next, next up-and-coming Alice Morgan. Yes. Moving on, we have the men's national team. They have a friendly against Mexico. That is going to be on April 19th, Wednesday at 10 p.m. Catch that on TBS. And we know anytime time you go up against Mexico, it's going to be brutal, going to be tough. And we've got some interesting news on that as well.
1: Yeah, so a couple things. This matchup is interesting to me. Because I think the rosters look potentially different, at least on the U.S. side. It looks different on the U.S. side because it's outside of that FIFA window. So these international clubs don't have to release their club players. And that has happened for a few players. And I think that has resulted in the call-up of some FC Cincinnati players. Brandon Vasquez, Roman Celitano, and Matt Miazga have been called up. I think the most interesting one is Miazga. He's been very open about, I think his words were screwed over when he wasn't called up last summer. So he mentioned in his interview that he, I think he used those words, screwed over. He refused to comment further because there does seem to be a regime change going on in the U.S. men's national team. But a lot of interesting stuff there. But you're right, when U.S. and Mexico play, it's always fun. It's always heated. It'll be a fun game to watch on Wednesday night. If you'd like to give us
0: your interpretation of our picks or maybe give us your picks, please catch us on Facebook and we'll catch you guys on next week's games. This is the Ace Football Academy. We'll see you next time.